Welcome to the Get Money Savvy podcast, brought to you by Money Savvy Kids, Money Savvy Teens, and Money Savvy Generation. This 10-part podcast has been created to share the key things you need to know to become more money savvy so that you can be the master of your money and build the wealth you desire. Whether you're just starting to learn about money or you are looking to grow your knowledge and put it into practice, then this is the podcast for you. Please remember to like and subscribe if you find what you hear to be of value and even share it with your friends so that they too can become money savvy. I am your host, Candace Preston, and I will be in conversation with award-winning businesswoman and money savvy brand founder, Catherine May. Each week, we will discuss a new topic to help you become more money savvy. So we are on step four of our Get Money Savvy podcast. Remember, we are unpacking the 10 steps that you can follow to get more money savvy. Today, we're talking about setting up an emergency savings account. So welcome, Catherine. Nice to be speaking with you again. Thanks, Candice. Thanks for having me. But I, I want to totally flip the tables today. And I want to be the one to ask you some questions because I know what a super, super saver you are. How do you feel about that? I'm happy to, to do that. Okay, great. So um, let's, start, let's, let's start with some basic questions. So tell me about why do you save and how do you save? Where do you save your money? So for me, saving was all about building my wealth. When I started um, saving at you know, 15 years old, my mom was like, you need to save because then you'll have money for the future. And that was really where it started. But now for me, I've got clear goals that I'm saving towards. So you know, the first thing I'm saving towards is an emergency savings account. I want to have um, six months to a year's worth of expenses in cash on hand, just in case. And I'm also saving for, for my retirement so that um, one day I can, you know, stop working and have income coming in. And, and that retirement to me is not the traditional retirement. So I'm actually building my financial freedom number, um, which I hope to reach in, in 10 years where I no longer have to work. And um, it's really a, a choice that I, I can make. And then also and how old will you be in 10 years? How I'll old will be, you be in 10 years? I'll be 40. Fantastic. Planning to retire at 40. That's, that's, that's something that we should be encouraging all of our, our teenagers to do, right? Absolutely. Um, I think about my own mom. She, she would always say to all of um, the youngsters in the family, um, you know, you guys should save. She would always say, oh, you should save and invest now so that you can retire at 50. And she had never been good with her money. And she really learned through the pain of the experience, but she would always share that with us. So for me, you know, that's, it's something that is valuable to me. And definitely, you know, all, we can all start looking at building that financial freedom, looking at when we would like to retire and financially or have that choice to retire from as early as possible. You know, it doesn't have to be something we only look at um, when we're older. Exactly. So how did you choose the bank account that you decided to save in? So I actually just started generically. Um, my mom just kind of opened up an account and things were going from there. But then I started learning a bit more and started looking at things like fees and interest rates. And it was important for me to find 
accounts that would give me the best return on my money with the lowest fees. And I do, I now do um, invest, well, I save quite a bit of my money with Discovery Bank because I love their rewards programs. You know, if you if you work their rewards programs, it's really a huge benefit. But I picked the best um, savings account with a really good interest rate. Started at about 6%. Um, but since COVID with interest rates going down, it's sitting at about 4%, uh, which is not ideal, but it's okay for now. And then I also have a tax-free savings account, which I max out every single month. So the tax-free savings account um, is all about putting in the maximum amount we're allowed, which is um, 36,000 rand per financial year or 3,000 rand per month, up to a maximum of 500,000 rand over a lifetime. And you know, thereafter, you can't put any money in, but you can leave it to grow. And that's important with your tax-free savings accounts. You know, for me, that account is about sitting and growing, not pulling it out, because when that money grows, um, and eventually one day I do pull it out, it's going to be tax-free. I think I calculated it. If I invest for the next 10 years, it'll come out to 1.8 million tax-free, which is incredible. It's either 10 or 20 years. Amazing. Amazing. So you really have quite a plan for your savings already. You've got your separate bank accounts. You know what you're saving for. You know how long you're saving for. So you've already predetermined your goals up front before you set up the savings accounts. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about looking at your personal goals and what you want to do. And, you know, you need to look at a couple of different things and you know, how, where are you in terms of your financial position? Do you need quick access to your money or can you commit your money and um, into accounts for a lot longer? So can you take out a 32 day account or would that be too much of a strain? And it really depends on your goals. It depends on where you are financially and what you want to achieve with that money. So you mentioned earlier that the interest rate has gone down and your the interest that you're making on your bank accounts is around 4%. So talk to us about the benefits of interest and how interest and compound interest helps to grow your wealth. So interest is really important. And, um, you know, interest is the money we make on the money that's sitting in a bank and or sitting in some sort of savings vehicle. And we always hear about compound interest, compound interest, but I don't think we always understand compound interest. So compound interest is interest on interest, and it really works in our favor over time. So you'll often say people say, you know, you, it's, you're never too young to start saving and time is on your side. So if we think about something compounding, um, you know, if we take one rand today and it compounded tomorrow, it would be two rand. And if it compounded the next day, it would be four rand. Because now we're not just making interest on the one rand, we're making interest on two rand. So now it becomes four. Then it becomes eight, 16, 32, and 64 by day seven. So it didn't look like much. You know, day one, two, and three, we were up a whole three rand. But by day seven, you know, you're up 61 rand. So it's really about time. And nobody's, you know, promising to compound your money every single day. But time is of the essence. When we look at people's um, investments, the closer they get to sort of the end of their investment period, that's where the money grows the most. I always remember looking at some retirements and like retirement policies and looking at the change from sort of say age 59 to age 65. 
And maybe at age 59, you know, the money was about a million rand. And by age 62, it's like two and a half million. And then all of a sudden at 65, it's five million. So it took 30 or 40 years to get to a million rand. And in the last five years, it just seemed to grow by four million. But that's compounding. It's, it's time. And that is so important. People don't understand how valuable time is to them, especially in terms of their finances. And when it comes to compounding, the longer that money is sitting there working for you, the better. Okay, great. And if you had to give um, a piece of advice to your younger self with regards to saving, what would it be? Oh, save more. Absolutely. Save more. Save more. I mean, I was saving from 15 and I <coughs> back. And I think there were so many things I spent money on that didn't necessarily, I don't even remember it. Like it didn't add greatly to my life. I think I spent money traveling and gaining experiences and those things I remember. I do not regret spending money there. But little things like, you know, buying unnecessary extra food and um, buying unnecessary clothes and shoes that I'll never even remember. I wish I had actually just saved more because I would be so much further along um, today. And um, do you have any programs coming up? I know you're a Money Savvy Kids licensee and you run all of your own programs. What programs have you got coming up that can help teach um, some of our potential clients how to save? Oh, absolutely. Um, I love empowering other people in terms of finances. For me, I know how valuable education is. And um, like Maya Angelou said, when we know better, we do better. So, you know, I love educating people and helping them do better financially. So we've got um, two phenomenal um, programs. They're basically six module programs, starting with Get Money Savvy, which is really the place to start. And it's all about teaching people the basics of money, as well as the actions and the behaviors they need to start putting into their lives so that they can start making money, creating multiple income streams, using money as the resource it is to grow assets, to add value to others and to themselves, you know, saving, investing, um, and managing their money in such a way that it's going to create the prosperous financial future. Well, thank you for letting me flip the tables and ask you the questions. You're a much better saver than I am. So thank you for your insights. And um, I really hope that people start paying attention and start saving more. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thanks, Candice. And you have a money savvy day.